Welcome to Bancroft's Broadcasts, the school podcast where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about the school and its community. This is the place to keep up to date and in touch with our school. So let's get into this episode of Bancroft's Broadcasts. What's the role of drama at Bancroft School? That's the question we're asking in this episode of Bancroft's Broadcasts where we're meeting three people for whom drama has provided opportunities to learn and to build skills. So let's say hello to Kira, Minnie and Lucas. Hello, folks. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Our role today is to learn more about the role of drama at Bancroft's, which is a thing I don't know much about, and I'm looking forward to to learning quite a lot more. To get started, and as a by way of introduction, let us know a little bit, maybe each of you, about um, how long you've been at the school, what you think of life at Bancroft's, and maybe why you've got a particular interest in drama. Who wants to go first? So uh, I'm Kira. I've been at Bancroft's for 11 years now because I went to the prep school. So this is actually my last year, currently in my last week of Bancroft's. Your which last is a bit week? Scary. Oh, yeah. Gosh, how does... Today marks the three-day mark of my last school days. Oh, how's it feeling to be to be nearing the end of your of your time at Bancroft's? I don't think it's quite kicked in yet. We had our last concert, or I had my last concert last week, and I hadn't thought about it until the end of it, and then I started like sobbing on stage. I don't think it's really hit me how much of an impact it's going to have not having Bancroft's. Gosh, that says so much, doesn't it? Well, in that case, I'm particularly grateful that you've taken time out of these last few days to join us to tell other people about life at the school. Thank you so much, Kira. Hi. Hello, Minnie. So I'm in low fourth, which is year nine. I do backstage, so I don't really like acting or anything like that. Oh, I see. So we're, we'll explore the various different parts of drama, but that's an important distinction, is it? The fact that your your role in the in the dramatic life of the school is to do with the, the backstage workings, the setup of things, rather than actually being there on stage. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that one. Thank you, Minnie. And, and Lucas, hi there. Hi. So I've been at the school five years. I seem to be the only one here who hasn't gone to the prep. Um, but we moved past that. I mean, I've, I've loved acting ever since I was young, you know, back in primary school, I'd, I was in everything I could be in and I've done the same here. COVID was a bit of a pain, you know, it took like two years out of possible performances, but aside from that, I've tried to do whatever I can. Today is my final day of fifth form. I will be going into the sixth form, so it's not as sad as Kira's situation here, but after tomorrow, then it's study leave and then GCSEs, which I can't wait for, as you can imagine. Brilliant. Well, look, thanks all three of you for joining us. What I'm pleased about is the fact that the three of you seem to represent um, not just different stages in the, in the life at the school, being in, in different years, but perhaps I'm also picking up an impression that your involvement with drama isn't the same as each other. You've got your own particular parts of that, and that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about. So to get us um, started, I suppose, in terms of our discussion around drama, how would you say the role of drama at the school is? What, what is the role of drama within Bancroft School? I'd say definitely over the last few years, not just drama, but all of the creative subjects, I think the school have noticed how much there's like been an increasing response to them, how much more people are becoming sort of wanting to do things like art and, you know, design and technology. And so drama, obviously, as a part of that, the school have taken note of how many people actually get involved in these types of performances and being on stage or like Minnie's case, being backstage, because the school encourage you to get involved in all aspects. You know, even if you're not an actual performer, if you want to build the set or if you want to help with the sound and the lighting, they'll encourage you to get involved in all of it. And I think that's super important 
and that aside from the academic side of things at Bancroft's, that they encourage you to sort of explore that more intimate personal side with the creative arts. And it's also like actively rewarded as well. And I personally, I think it's a great opportunity to like build friendships as well, because you get a real sense of camaraderie when you're actually uh, rehearsing and everything. And a lot of the friends that I have made are from the most recent production. Do you think there's been an actual increase in the, the, the attention taken and the excitement around drama and other creative subjects? Do you think that's actively grown in recent years? Definitely. 100%. Would you agree with that, Minnie? Yeah, I think there's loads of people doing more backstage. I know for Crazy For You, with set design, there was like so many people doing it. There was about like 15, 20 people in DT doing it. And it was like, it was crazy. So let's look at why this is important, why this is relevant. What, what's, the, what's the benefit of drama for yourselves and for your friends and colleagues? It sounds like there's a lot of you involved with drama at the school. What does it actually bring you in terms of your learning, your experience? Who wants to, who wants to start with that one? Well, I think it's just a great way to develop all sorts of useful skills. So I think the most obvious one is just public speaking, but more refined is your sense of like self-confidence, you know, being able to go up on stage. And it's also a sense of confidence because you have a support net of all of your cast and crew behind you. It's a really supportive environment. You know, it's, it's uh, everyone looks out for each other and hence you feel really confident going up on stage. And also needless to say, the rehearsals are pretty tough. Like, um, and so coming towards the end of the production, you know, you have to have a sense of resilience and all the rehearsals, they build upon that. Sure. So you're, you're saying there, there's something around confidence, there's something around teamwork, and there's a big thing about the value of, of hard work and getting stuck in. This, yeah. The satisfaction you feel once you actually put on a good performance is, is immeasurable, honestly. It's, it's amazing. Kira, what do you think? What do you get out of uh, out of drama personally? You know, I 100% agree. I think one of the main things is that spending so much time together in these types of rehearsals and in this environment, you build such a family, you build such a complex group mm -hmm. of people, you know, and it ranges throughout the years as well. You know, Lucas and I are in, we're two years apart, but we're such good friends because we've been in all these productions together. And I think that's super, super important that it helps you to explore with the other people outside of your year group who have these same types of hobbies. But from a more like honed in acting perspective, I think something that's so important about drama is that, you know, you could be given a role that's completely unlike yourself, but picking up that role and sort of either creating or learning about their backstory and about what they've gone through and sort of recognizing as well that sometimes a lot of the characters you play will be you know, not dissimilar to people in real life. I think it creates a real connection in that sense that you get to explore different aspects of life through that, you know, by playing characters who are completely unlike yourself. So there's a kind of empathy going on there in terms of putting yeah. yourself in, in the shoes of, of other people. Yeah. And Minnie, I know you're more involved with the, the backstage production side of things. What do you yeah. get out of uh, your involvement with drama? There's loads of skills that you can use, like with DT. I know like loads of people who don't do DT, like do set design and they've developed loads of skills from that. And then also when you're in a show behind stage, you have to rely on other people to know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of like teamwork skills. So in some respects, it is a different role to your friends who are on stage, such as uh, Lucas and Kira. But that teamwork side, that ability to rely on each other and work as a team, that's something you feel in a, in a similar sort of way. Yeah. 
Now, um, already there's been mention of a recent production. What was it? Somebody mentioned Crazy For You. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? What was that all about? That was February this year. That was some intense stuff. It, it, was, it was amazing, but it was, it was tricky. Now, for those of us who don't know Crazy For You, who are unfamiliar with it, tell us about it. What kind of production is it? So it's, um, well, obviously it's a musical. It's our big senior musical. We sort of try and, I think the school alternate between doing a musical and a play, but because of COVID, obviously, like Luke said, it's been a few years of not having performances. So this was a really big one where they extended it all the way from year 10 to year 13. So that was really, really fun and amazing. The show itself is about a girl named Polly who essentially is trying to sort of keep her theatre, trying to stay with her family and a businessman named Bobby who goes to take away the theatre and ends up finding love there. And it's about this conflict between love and money and there are many love triangles going on. Hmm. There are many, many dancers, which was incredible because let's safe to say that none of us are really dancers. So <laughs> our, say that again. our dance teacher, Michelle, had done some <laughs> incredible work to get us to put on stage whatever we did. So that's interesting then. You, you jokingly there said that not many of you would consider yourself dancers yet dance was a key part of this so there were new skills to be learned there were there were challenges to take on yes always 100 and what was it like that lucas were you involved in crazy for you as well yeah yes i was frankly i i loved it yeah it was so much fun um i i loved my role it wasn't a massive role but i was um i was a part of a cowboy trio okay with some of my good friends and we sang uh, just like songs intermittently, maybe like three or four songs. And it just, it allowed me to have so much freedom in this particular character. But it was like, irrespective of the character, just the whole experience itself was really amazing. Yeah, everyone working really hard, like everyone really put in the effort. You wouldn't expect it, but everyone really knuckled down and they put in their all 100%. And it really turned out amazingly. And Minnie, were you also involved in Crazy For You? Yeah, I was. So I think it was last year that me and Mr. Whitbread, the DT teacher, were talking about like the set design and how Crazy For You was going to work backstage and stuff. And like the people who were going to be involved in backstage. Um, so it's been like a really long time that I've been involved in it. When you're discussing those things and working those aspects out with the teachers who, who support you in this, how much of a role do you and your colleagues have, Minnie, in, in those actual decisions, in deciding, well, let's take this approach or, or, or let's do it this way? I've got an idea about how we, we tackle this problem. I think that I come up with the ideas and then I run them by Mr. Campbell and Mr. Whitbread, and then they kind of change it a bit, but they keep the central idea. So it's very much like they just take our ideas and they use them and they change them a bit but yeah we're very involved with it i see so you get the ability to have some creative input uh, but you have that support um, of the teachers who who are there to make sure everything goes smoothly yeah excellent so that's crazy for you i know there's been a great history of other productions that have taken part of the school and that have involved so many people um which other ones do you think deserve special mention which perhaps are your favorites kira um, oh yeah go ahead what have we i mean one that we did quite a few years ago was bugsy malone okay that was our junior musical so they split it in the school so you have the junior musicals and the junior productions for the um the years seven to year nine you'll sometimes have middle school ones but we otherwise we have senior school ones like we had for crazy for you but i remember that was my big sort of debut 
as a singer and as a theatre kid at Bancroft. And it was something really, really special to me. Like Lucas said, you know, building a family, so many of the same people you have in these productions just because we're all so keen and so involved in them. But it means that we all work so well together because we've all developed such intimate and such good relationships and friendships with one another that it's not just having to work together but it is rehearsals are just spending time with your friends at the end of the day right? i see and for those reasons that's one of the reasons why why bugsy malone stands out for you because it was the first time you really felt that emotion that family-like uh, feeling that you described so nicely there yeah it was the first time that i sort of recognized the theater community at bancroft's and then like i said since then so many of the same people keep popping up that you've just gotten so used to being around them and working with them that it just makes it so much more fun sure uh, Mini, any other productions that really stand out for you? Any that it was particularly fun or, or memorable to work on? I've only been involved with Oliver before. Oh, tell us about Oliver. It was really hectic because <laughs> there, was, there was like no, I think most of the stage crew backstage were all sick. So oh, it was gosh. like me and another person doing it and then some teachers and it was so crowded and really like hot backstage so it was really very crazy i ended up doing lighting for oliver oh but i i, I loved oliver <laughs> it got honestly. to like a week before and they were like kira by the way i know you're not in it but we actually don't have a lighting director because the teacher's not here would you mind doing it for the shows i was like yeah on it and was that a new skill for you or was that something you had some experience with? We came in sort of a week before so we could actually see the lighting designer programming in all of the lighting on the computer. So obviously I didn't have the hardest job because for me it was just making sure I put the cues in at the right time so I would change the lighting state. But it was just, it was actually really interesting to learn about that aspect of things because that sort of seeps into drama A level a bit as well where you have to write about lighting states and sound states and as well as the acting part of it. So actually it quite helped me with my education in that respect as well but I mean for Lucas I mean him and his role his acting role was probably the best part of that performance Aww. I have to say. Lucas what was your involvement with Oliver? Well it was it was sort of my like debut as a principal character so I was I was going to take this by the reins I played Fagin. Oh gosh that is a big role isn't it most of us have come across Oliver in, in, in one in one shape or form on TV or such like and yeah mm. Fagin's a, a big old significant role isn't it? Oh I loved it honestly I like I felt so in tune with that character and like for two weeks afterwards I was still speaking in Cockney you know it was really hard to shake off but uh you know like once it was over it was like pretty emotional you know but uh i honestly i love the role so it sounds there like one of the things that the three of you mentioned was was that thing about managing to to pull through when uh, a problem is encountered where you mentioned that quite a few of the the cast and crew went down uh, with an illness and it sounds like there was an all hands on deck moment to make sure that you all adapted and helped each other and managed to flex what you were doing in order to make sure it was still a success. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I suppose is that one of the things that drama offers you, that ability or that need to to think on your feet, to adapt, um, to be resilient and, and, and to come out the other end shining. I suppose it also comes back to this sense of community as well, knowing that we're all there for each other when we need to be and not just for not just for each other but for the for drama and for the drama department we're all so involved in it that if something else was needed if we needed an extra hand backstage or someone to step in on a spotlight or things like that we're always going to be there because we just love it that much 
That's interesting. Regular listeners to Bancroft's broadcast will be familiar with the the word community cropping up in quite a lot of the things we discuss. Um, it seems to be a central part of uh, of what makes Bancroft's tick. So the fact that you've mentioned it in this context is not a surprise, but it's really, really good to hear. Now, something I'd like you, the three of you, perhaps to help me clarify here is that We've heard mention of um, of studying drama. We've heard mention of of A levels. Yet the involvement you have with the productions. Am I right in thinking that's not necessarily part of academic study? That you, the involvement with productions and whether or not you choose to study drama at a level such as A level, they're not necessarily the same thing. How does how does this work? So obviously, when you're taking drama as a subject, that's your choice. You know, I mean, for the first couple of years, which I actually think is really good you take all of the creative subjects as part of your sh- your timetable. And I think that's really important because especially kids who haven't, you know, maybe they haven't explored electronics before or they haven't had a chance to properly do art. It gives them an opportunity to potentially find a passion in one of these creative subjects. And then after that, for GCSEs and for A-levels onwards, then you'll choose if you want to do it. But for the actual productions themselves, you can have absolutely no experience with drama. But they're always super encouraging about having a big ensemble, you know, like Minnie said, having people working backstage, having people build the set. Um, and I think that's super important because it's also that step outside of your academic subjects. It's that time away from it, that time to, I, I say relax, as, as hectic as the rehearsals are, <laughs> it is just sort of like a different universe, a different world outside of your studying. So for some people, drama is very much a direction that they take academically. They choose to study it. They get they get very much into it. But that doesn't mean that people can't have an involvement. They can't do drama as something that's, that's co-curricular to go alongside their academic study. Different people treat it in different ways. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And Minnie, how about you then, with your backstage perspective that we're really that we're really valuing here? Um, how do you see it in terms of sitting alongside your your academic studies? I think we haven't really done much backstage or like talked about lighting or set in drama right now because I haven't started the GCSE course. So, um, but I think this term we're doing a bit on set design and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Right. So you've chosen to uh, go in to do the GCSE drama. Has that decision been based upon your involvement and and the experiences you've had on the school productions? I like studying drama. I like looking at um, like musicals and plays and just analysing them. So it's I mean, let's look at that. What advice would the three of you offer to anyone who's at a decision-making part of their school journey and they're they're choosing subjects, be that GCSE, be that A-level, and they're thinking, oh, I don't know, drama, is that for me? Should I do it? Should, should I consider it? Do the three of you have any advice for someone who's looking at that decision? Lucas, do you want to start with that one? Okay, personally, I love the performing section of it. And there is performing uh, sections of it within the drama GCSE. There's a fantastic one where you actually get to make your own script, about a 20 minute performance, and then you perform it with a group of your friends. But I think it's also worth uh, focusing on the fact that there is a large focus on theoretical drama as opposed to just practical drama. Now, that's a handy distinction for us to understand, isn't it? We've been discussing so far getting up there on the stage or backstage and and doing your thing. But you're saying there's a whole avenue of, of, of study, which can be interesting in its own right. Yeah, of course. It, it would ask you like how you as an actor would perform this role in order to show X or Y. Yeah. And so it's a different, it's a whole different mindset of drama. People love it. Um, I prefer the performing section of it, but that's not a universal thing. I know people that really love 
studying and like getting into the intricacies and nuances of acting. But I think that's just something that people have to consider when taking it forward. Sure. Uh, Minnie, what advice do you have for people thinking, is this something I want to study at GCSE or A-level? Yeah, I agree with Lucas. I like studying the characters and like what they would feel in the moment and yeah, but I haven't, as I've said, I haven't started the GCSE course, so I can't really like say what it's going to be like. Sure. It's a decision that you're pleased you took, and it sounds like you're looking forward to getting stuck into that aspect of things. Yeah, definitely. And, and Kira, what advice would you offer? I mean, 100%, I agree with the other two that I think some people take drama as a sort of, oh, it'll be fun and it will be just sort of another one of my subjects. And obviously, there is a lot of fun in it because like Lucas said, there are practical elements to it. You make your own performance, you'll adapt other scripts, sort of fit around your characters. But I think so many people don't recognise the essay writing side of it. And I think for people who are really, really considering drama as a career, I think taking drama A-level and taking drama GCSE is so important because it allows you to understand those intricacies of the performance and actually writing these essays and you know you don't just write them about acting you might write them about okay how would you design a set for this specific extract and things like that it allows you to sort of delve deeper into the world of drama mm. and even with the acting essays it will help you with your performance because you will understand how to be more analytical about your character why am i acting this way you know what are they feeling what's just happened and so I think in that respect, it actually, obviously, they co two correlate and they do go together really well in taking that theoretical work and putting it into your practical. And what if, say, I don't feel drama will become a career direction for me? Um, is there still any value in me considering studying it at, at GCSE or, or A-level? It's just such a... Like, like the way that I like to think of it is it's kind of creating a different universe for you, right? Thinking about something, someone who's completely unlike yourself, um, considering their lifestyle. And even if drama is not a career for you, because for so many people, it's not. But for so many people, it's a hobby. It's for me, it's an escape, right? It's something that I feel helps me direct away from anything that's going on in my life or any of the academic subjects that I might be finding a bit more challenging. Mm. And so taking drama, it doesn't have to be something that you're looking to consider and take in the future. And I think that goes for every subject, right? Yeah. Right now, especially, if it's something that you have a hobby in, then sh it would be something that you study. You shouldn't be taking subjects that you don't think you're actually going to enjoy, or you just think, oh, I'm taking it because it seems like a good one to take. If you're going to be sitting there and studying it and p potentially pursuing some of your A-levels in a university degree or, or whatnot, it wants to be something that you truly, truly enjoy. Would the other two of you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. 100%, yeah. And then we've established that for some people, they study drama academically as well as performing. And we know that for some people, actually, the performance is, is the part they're involved with and their academic direction is possibly different. If someone was in that sort of situation and they're thinking, well, I know I don't study drama, but these school productions do look like quite good fun, but they do look like hard work. Should I audition? Should I be part of it? Um, any advice that the, the three of you have for people thinking, do I put myself out there? Do I go along to an audition? Undoubtedly. Always do it. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's, it's incredible. Like, okay. Worst case scenario, let's say you get through one and you dislike it. You, you won't dislike it. Let's, <laughs> it, it is amazing. Honestly, I love it. Um, but let's say you dislike it. You just don't apply for the next one. It's as simple as that. And to be honest, even if you audition, you can leave, it's not like a binding uh, like thing. 
Mm. You know, you have a lot of freedom within drama, and that's something that's lovely as well. Kira, are auditions a bit scary? Is that a is that a frightening part of the process? They can be intimidating, especially for someone who hasn't done drama before or hasn't done any form of performance, and they're not really sure what they're doing. I mean, you get a lot of people who are just you know straight in there, bang confidence. They know exactly what they're doing, and they feel really good about it. But you do get people who are really nervous considering you know crossing their name off the audition sheet five minutes before because they don't really know but I think the thing about drama is and like I said it comes back to the sense of community we're all so encouraging of one another like Lucas said you get so much freedom in drama and in the performances you know if you have an idea for your character they'll usually let you run with it because you probably know your character quite well you've probably done some research or had some understanding of them but with that it means that the people who don't maybe feel like they have the ability to do it or the the and the skills for it you know we're such a loving community that we'll always encourage people to get involved because at the end of the day you could be an ensemble member backstage who sort of appears for like 10 minutes during the show but those could be the most entertaining 10 minutes of your life because you're just sort of running around the stage or or doing something chaotic or being a cowboy like lucas or you Yay. know <laughs> And and Minnie, for someone thinking, should I get involved with the backstage side of things? Should I put myself forward uh, for getting involved in that respect? What advice would you offer, Minnie? I think there's like there's so many like varieties of jobs you can do. So you can do set design, you can do like backstage, you can do like hair and makeup. Like if you're more artsy, you can do you can make the props. Like you don't have to like be in DT. You can paint them. You can like just design them or whatever. Definitely like do it if you're considering it because there's so many things you can do like if you don't like being backstage if you don't like running around and like doing all the stressful stuff then you can just do set design or hair and makeup or yeah there's so many things that you or can as do. lucas says you can give it a try see what you think if it's not your cup of tea then you don't have to do the next one but it sounds to me like there's a strong message from all three of you that it's something that Everyone should try. Everyone should seize that opportunity um, if they've got any idea at all that it could be rewarding for them. Yeah, yeah, like Minnie said, there are so many. Every single art, every single creative art is involved in these performances, you know, especially music as well, which I don't think we've talked very much about. Like for Crazy For You, we had a live band. For every performance, really, we have a live band. But this year, there were so many kids involved in it as well. And I know that for next year's musical, which I won't talk about yet because I don't think that it's actually been <laughs> announced, um, there are so many kids getting involved and so many kids who are so excited to get involved in it because they're like, okay, this is my opportunity to shine because it's not just about the performances. You know, there could be a song where everyone's dancing on stage, but there's a trumpet solo in the middle of it as well. Right. It gives these other kids op opportunity to show off their skills as well as being the performers on stage. Right. So that that's an aspect that sounds worth us noticing then, that the scale of these productions is so big that it sounds like it's not just the dramatic side of it, the musical side. So there's a huge involvement then for, from those who aren't working on stage or, or backstage alongside Minnie and her team. There's also the, the musical part. 100%. And I think it's really noticeable as well that the teachers get involved. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the teachers themselves who are the drama ones will be directing it or you'll have the music teachers as a musical director. But um, for example, one of our teachers, Miss Mead, she is a RS teacher and a philosophy teacher, but she is absolutely phenomenal at doing hair um, and so for all of our productions, you know, she'll do the 1940s pin up hairstyle or she'll curl people's hair and she knows exactly what she's doing. And although it's completely aside from her, you know, curriculum and her teaching, 
like getting the teachers involved and it's it's her sort of escape as well and I mean it's very hectic for them also because trying to get 50 kids into hair and makeup in about an hour and a half is not fun for anyone but it's so notable as well that the teachers take time out of their days and out of their weekends to put into these performances and I think we're all so grateful for that as well. She is phenomenal at doing hair and makeup she managed to tackle this. <laughs> Your particular hair needed some work, did it? Yeah. Yeah. For Fagin, oh my lord. That was I had hair everywhere, honestly. <laughs> for my crazy for you character, we had to straighten my hair and then back comb my hair. <laughs> and then every night I think she spent about half an hour on me and then about ten minutes on every other girl because it just took so much to try and get whatever was going on in some form of stylish hairstyle. Sure. Do you know what? The three of you have told us so much there. We've learned a lot, I think, not just about the fact that this is a big load of fun and and there's clearly so much enjoyment that's just coming through in everything you've told us. But you've also helped us realise that it's fun, but it's also hard work. There's effort involved, that there's digging in and getting stuck in and taking on challenges. But I really like this part that keeps coming through about working together, about community, about working with your immediate colleagues on the stage, working with parts of the larger team who may be doing music or makeup, and that relationship you've mentioned with the teachers who are involved as well. That idea of everybody coming together to make these productions such a success is really evident. And through our chat right now, we've, I think, lifted the lid a little bit on why it works so well. And it's the attitude uh, that's coming through from the three of you that's given us a clue on that. So thank you, Kira, Minnie, Lucas. You've really helped us understand more about the role of drama at Bancroft School. Um, you've mentioned there that there's another production uh, in the uh, in the planning stage right now, but it sounds like a secret. So whatever that is, I hope it works out well. I'm dying to know w- what it is. And all the best to to, to all three of you. Thank Thank you you so much. much. Thank you for having us. That was Kira, Minnie and Lucas sharing their perspectives on what it's like to be involved in the drama scene at Bancroft School. Whether on stage, behind the scenes or studying drama in the classroom, they gave us a pretty good idea of what they've learned, particularly around ideas like confidence, teamwork and enjoying the buzz that comes from achieving success at something you've worked really hard at. 